This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> oh... It's been a long time since we've done any kind of uh, whole sketch like that. Man. It's been a long time since we've been funny. Yeah. It's <laughs> no, totally. No, it's been a long time since we... It's been months and months since this show's been funny. <laughs> what? Really? No, I'm just being We were pretty sarcastic. funny a few episodes ago. Yeah. But we got really serious with Dr. Matt and other things. Yeah. Um, welcome to try to give that some thought. Tripod Broadcasting's flagship show... Joining me is my co-host, friend, Matt Hume. How you doing, everybody? How's your week going, Matt? You got a brand new job, Roland? I did. Got a brand new job. I did. Walked I, out I, of one and walked I, into the other. Yeah. So last Monday morning, the boss comes in. Yeah. At this. Oh, yeah, you haven't told this story. Terrible dive bar I work in. On which, the air. It's a cushy job. One of the cushiest jobs I've ever, har- ever, ever had. What is a dive, dive bar? Not that much money. Yeah. Um, not busy at all. So I did what any patriotic, <laughs> red-blooded American man would do, and, and uh, uh, what I, as little as possible. Is, okay, all the time. Yep. So as uh, most jobs, yeah, most people in most jobs. Last Monday, the boss came in and and the owner of the place and pretty much started yelling. Just yeah, from the ground up. Uh huh. Um, as soon as I walked in the door, he started yelling. Uh, about all sorts of things. Yep, and about things that are utterly ridiculous. And so, uh, <laughs> the day, the day before, uh, I had got a text from a friend of mine who uh, just took over the chef's position, this place, this nice little restaurant. Uh, and um, yeah, he had, he and uh, his the the guy before him had both been trying to uh, get me to work for them, and I said no because I didn't you know want to have have a job where I actually had to do something. Yeah, they are a bummer. <laughs> I, I've had them before, and I, I, I don't like them. Yeah. For sure. And so, uh, yeah, he had contacted me the day before. Yeah. And was like, hey, man, uh, just one more time. If you if you want this job, it's yours. And so, yeah, so I was kind of like, okay. You know, when he started yelling, uh, <laughs> I, I, I went to the bathroom, and I looked in the mirror, and... And said, and I said to you're myself, better than this. No, I, I didn't say I was better than that, because... Because you're not... <laughs> No, because I'm not. Because I don't think. Yeah. You know, you you bring class and and dignity to the job that you do. The job that you do doesn't give you class or dignity. I, I agree. really do believe that. I agree. Uh, um, Good word, Matt. Character is brought to the job. It's it's what you bring to the job is your character and your dignity. And so, as long as you you know the attitude you're having to the job. So, but did I bring character and dignity to that job? I I like to think that I did at times. You brought something. Uh, yeah. Now, most of the times that was a dime bag, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maddie Cakes, the girl cook, was always holding. Yep. Um, yep, and always holding out too, from what I heard. That's true. But uh... but no, so so I looked in the mirror and I said to Talking myself, about "Weed, folks." Yeah, I said to myself, uh, "Do you need this job, Matt?" Uh huh. And, and knowing that you had an offer, yeah, and I said, "No, I previously don't. extended your way." So I went uh, and clocked out. Didn't say goodbye to anybody. Just clocked out and <laughs> left the building. Um, texted, uh, texted, um, the guy who gave me the, offered me the job on the way home and yeah. I had a job before the day was started three days later. Look at you. Uh, had a job before I even got home. Uh, and now my co-host, the most marketable man on the planet. Yeah. It wasn't, it, it has nothing to do with marketability. It had ever, and this is, this is, I was like, this is a a Donald Trump thing. Yeah. This is a key point to. (laughs) For anybody out there in the job search, anybody out there is going to college and thinking about, I want to become this when I leave college. Yeah. It is not about what you study mm-hmm. or what you can do. It's all about who you know. Yeah. If you know the right person at the right time, you can get anything you want. And it's, it's location mm-hmm. and and who you know. This has been the Job Hunting Hour with yeah. Matt Mark Cuban Hume. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you have no chance. Hard work does not pay off. Get yeah. rich friends. Move uh, to Hollywood. Hashtag no people. Yeah. 
Yeah. I've often thought if my my like would my life as a bum in Hollywood be better than my life as like like a schmuck. A functioning derelict in the Midwest? Yeah. In St. Charles. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um like if I was just a like a question. if I was just like a hobo that you could talk to would have these crazy in depth conspiracy theories conversations with you if you gave him half a sandwich. If yeah. I was that that hobo that guy, yeah. like the harmless one Wait, that doesn't stink that much. That's how you are now, only I don't have to give you exactly. sandwiches. Exactly. If I was me, but as a hobo <laughs> in California. Yeah. Like would I fare better? Let's than do I tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll tell it to our listeners. I'll start a GoFundMe Kickstarter uh seed campaign. Uh-huh. If we get five thousand dollars which is what I would need to support my family, mm-hmm. and you don't have any family or any anything. But yeah, I, that's right. I have nothing. I would need $5,000. If I get $5,000, I already have a video camera, so none of it's going into equipment. Mm-hmm. But I will we'll take a tripod uh, we'll take a tripod field trip, and we'll go to Hollywood, California, and we'll walk Hollywood Boulevard, and I will theory, film yeah. Matt as a hobo in Hollywood, California. Yeah. And it'll be on YouTube. Through a series of a fifteen-minute episode that is uploaded once a day, mm-hmm. once a day there will be a fifteen-minute episode uploaded to YouTube. Now, what's my sad, emotionally charged backstory? Mm, yeah, it's for you to figure out. I'm just production here, buddy. This yeah. the creative talent—that's all. What you do you know. mean production? Production is story. Like production. Is- well, yeah. So I need to worry about angles and stuff. But in terms of in terms of the meat of the story, that's for you too. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right, we'll figure it out. But yeah, we take a tri- tripod trip, a yeah. social experiment to see if if Midwestern Matt five thousand dollars is all we need. Farewell as a, a hobo in California. Actually, I could probably do it with three. And my wife is pregnant, so if if we get it in the next month, I'll do it this year. Well, bus tickets aren't that expensive, and it's only a three day trip on, by bus. So, well, you know. yeah. Let me worry about how we get out there. Okay. All right. Um, but no, three thousand dollars. We'll do it. We'll do it. Three thousand dollars will be a month and a half in Hollywood. Yeah, living in cardboard boxes and super eights. <laughs> and if you and then and I'll also take pictures of Matt uh, puking on Hollywood, the Hollywood Walk of Fame, the, mm-hmm. the stars. You, I'll take requests for special donations. So if you okay. donate a hundred dollars, Matt will puke on the star of your choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just hope I don't get kidnapped by you know the LAPD. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think. That's not kidnapping, Matt. That's that's called arrest. They're listening. You hear that? Not any more than that. Oh, uh, <laughs> no. It's 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 kidnapping, arresting. Are you kidding me? No, cops don't arrest you. They kidnap you. <sighs> big old yawn there, boy. That's a big boy a big yawn. yawn. You got anything you want to talk about? Pacifically. Uh, Pacifically. Pacifically. Um, I don't know. I quit my Maybe. job on Friday. Whoa! Well, let's let's go there. Let's go there. Well, that's about it. You quit uh, your job now. Why did you quit quit your job? Was there a specific reason? Because mm-hmm. um, you hadn't been working at the job very long. There were two specific reasons. Okay. Yeah. And that's why I quit. <laughs> are, you, are you you mean like two individual reasons two. or reasons that are too specific? No reason. <laughs> Um, there were two reasons that I quit my job. Mm-hmm. Number as in numerical. Number one, okay. number two. Two reasons. Number one being uh, there was one. Okay, number one being the first. The first of, the, number, of the two, and yes. number two being is... the second of the two. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Any more questions about the two reasons? N- nope. Pretty much cleared up. Yeah. Crystal clear, mm-hmm. as it were. I think so. How clear is it? Very clear for you. Um. Yes. On a scale of one to completely clear. Yeah. How, wh- where would you say? Well, if I audited all my levels of clear, yeah, I would have to say that what the information you, you just gave me on the reasons why you quit your job, yeah, uh, would would be would be crystal, crystal clear, like a crystal clear sea. Or, so what I'm so what I'm communicating to you uh-huh. is is completely clear. Yes. Okay. Yep. You have so, gone clear. Did it take me a long time to get? too clear or did it or was it just a it was a steady progression but, but it once was a, you were clearing once up, i was clear once you were, the faster you cleared up yeah the faster you got to clear and once i was clear yeah it, i was completely clear mm-hmm. okay okay yeah. all right all right uh, yeah you stayed clear would you would you say that the, well, you're clear now would you say that my reasons for uh the two reasons that i had for quitting would you say that um 
would you say that they, that they are, um, what sorts of things do they encompass? Since it's clear to you, mm-hmm. do you think that they're uh, mathematical reasons or or scientific sci- uh, scientific reasons or uh, maybe scientological reasons? Scientific, scientological, scientific. I think is what you mean. Scientific, S- uh, scientological. So of a science nature, sentient logical reasons. Okay, scientific logical reasons scientific logical scientific reasons. logical reasons logical science reasons yep yep okay as long as we're clear yeah no we are clear we're clear crystal you're clear like a crystal clear c org c like you so you're clear and mm-hmm. i'm clear yep okay so no reason to even talk about it anymore and we're clear yep okay good glad glad to have that cleared up mm-hmm. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen that was called killing the bit just punching it to death <laughs> until it could just just squeezing every bit of just one of the mediocre comedy you could out of it by just beating it to death it's one just, of the other one of the many services that yeah. we perform here at tripod broadcast getting comedic blood from stones we <laughs> what we do we uh, is that like a kidney reference like what is <laughs> we <laughs> i don't know what reference it is it's a reference to references a reference to references, as mm-hmm. it were. That's the episode title. Yeah. You want to get into some serious stuff, or you want to call it a day, or what's anything else on your mind? Well, we only got we only we only a little bit in, oh, but, but got a couple minutes. Is there a story that you have? Cause I, I mean, I got a few things, but what's on your mind? No, no, nothing in particular. Um, I know when you say nothing in particular, what you're doing right now is pulling up the Reddit app. And you're sorting. You just went to our conspiracy, and no. now you're sorting by controversial. I went to my That's profile. Exactly what happened? And I'm going. I don't to, know uh, what you be, what you expect me to believe. Uh, Matt. You think I'm a fool to be hoodwinked by your your behavior? Sorry, I'm just going through all. I have to scroll through all the pornography lim- links to get through my, my my save. Okay, so there's really nothing that I'm seeing here that's not kind of that would be in keeping. With kind of the spirit of the show we've done so far, um, but uh, no. But there's one thing that I do want to talk about. What's that? <clears throat> show called Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Okay, you've brought it up before, and it's gotten insanely popular. Yeah, over the past month, as when the after, when the second season started, it's uh, I think it's third uh, third show had like two million views. It's the most popular Adult Adult Swim show in in a couple years. No kidding. Yeah. Well, yeah. good on you. Um, doing uh, doing really well, and I f- I hate it. I hate the fact that uh, it's popular. I'm getting Rick and Morty links from Tumblr <laughs> and Facebook. And uh, Tumblr is a great platform. Mm-hmm. Once you get past the trigger warnings, mm-hmm. triggered. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, wrecked. Yeah. Here's the thing. I've uh, been communicating on such a meme level with all my friends. I'm yeah. beginning to think that that's all I am anymore. It's just a collection of memes and half thoughts. So you know how we were talking about uh, memetics earlier? Mm-hmm. And I, I, on last week's show, I pronounced it as uh, memetics. It's not. It was a mispronunciation. I was trying to sneak the N in there. Uh, the, N is, the N is, yeah. I was trying to sneak that N in there. we got to watch out for when you sneak the D in. What? Sorry. I don't even get that. What is that a reference to? Sneaking the D? Yeah, sneaking the D. Have you never snuck the D? Is well, that uh, obviously not? I posted pictures you, of you, our listeners. Should know is that, that when you sneak? The is that we sneak in the kitchen after everybody's fallen asleep to steal the last of the little Debbie snack cakes? That's exactly what it is. Okay, yes, you've I've done sn- that. You've done I've that every snuck day of the your D life. many times, many many times. <laughs> uh, uh, memetics. Mm-hmm. The studying of social mirroring. Can we use thought virus again? Yes, thought virus part two. It is. It that's, is thought that, virus. Episode title. Sorry. Uh, so just, the other one was a working. Just title. doing a little now more I've reading and and, and and research, kind of about. Really, you uh, got time for that memetics? with the new job? Time uh, for time for research. I mean, I always have you know time for research as long as it's on Reddit. Uh, t- you know, <laughs> heard poop research. Um, so you are researching. Social media, or just do some do thoughts. some do some researching. Uh, but uh, this uh... and and let me translate for our listeners. What Matt means is that he's read two Wikipedia articles about MK Ultra. That's no. that's what Matt means. No, but it's a uh, <laughs> it's a study. Um, this guy uh, yeah, Messier, I mm-hmm. think it was his name. Um, in like the 1930s, this is the social scientist who studied why people act like other people sometimes. 
Like, why do people mirror each other? Like, why do you see yeah. couples who have been together for 40 years and who have the have same, same sort of habits and syncopations? And, like, why do two people come together and just become the same person after a while? Right. So basically spending enough time with somebody, you you take on their habits and their inflections and, and speech and, and patterns yeah. of behavior and things like that. A lot of subconscious social cues people don't um, necessarily pick up on that, that people start to mirror each other after a while. It's, it's said that in in things like interviews and, and when you're trying to negotiate, to, to mirror somebody's physical, um, like the way they're sitting, things like that, it, mm-hmm. mirroring uh, another person causes um, an emotional response in which you feel some sort of kinship and a bond. It, it, it makes you kind of Accepted, bond with the other person. Yeah. Loved, yeah. liked. Anyway. Everything is sex. Everything is sex. So in memetics, in the study of uh, social mirroring, and now it's become the study of memes, uh, these thought viruses that uh, we put <laughs> thought virus put on the internet, it. and now it's, it's it basically, uh, I've, come to, I've come to the conclusion that I hate memes. I hate them. No. I what? don't like them. Matt, they're the best. They're hilarious and terrible. They're terrible. Um... A meme is nothing more than somebody else's humor. Uh, it's it's mirroring somebody else's thoughts, somebody else's um, humor. It is it is the way the internet is homogenizing us into one big thing. So no, everybody thinks that all these same th- same things are funny, like um, uh, advice, uh, actual advice, mallard, right? Mm-hmm. Like keeping a company is in a sense similar to training a geisha. You have to mold not merely the physical form, but also the character. The two must harmonize. Are they still there? They want a decision who gets the big client. (laughs) Well, they can wait. I'll still be talking about geishas long past their bedtime. You know, I trained as one. James Spader, everyone. I was trying to find that everything is sex, but that... Because you're totally bored with my conversation about memetics? No, Matt, don't think that. So memes are thought viruses that somebody creates, and then somebody else thinks it's funny, so they share it with ten people, mm-hmm. and those ten people see it and share it, and it, the one person's humor becomes... It's, it's, it's a new way of disseminating information, but then what you have is a homogenization of everyone's humor of everyone's ideas and it's not just humor that's just that's how memes start as they start as humor but where they end up are are social constructs that 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 frame the way we think so we have people thinking in memes now uh we have people people advertising in in memes and 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 using these familiarities that you have with a certain set of words and a certain image and using it to to um, elicit an emotional response in you and a bonding with you that makes you sympathize with them and want whatever that they're selling. So, for instance, a uh, certain business might have a certain uh, on their sh- on their shirts might have uh, a certain a certain meme from a popular website, such as uh, uh, "Keep calm and uh, and 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 be and a douchebag." Shove it. Yep. Yeah. Keep calm and food <laughs> makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Makes no sense. Um, totally missing the whole mark of the meme because you don't have the syncopation of the rhythmic pattern of speech. Anyway, um, by the way, I think everyone from the chive is an idiot. I I agree. The chive um, is a cesspool of curation from Nine Gag and Reddit. It is uh, number one. Number, In the worst number way two, possible. It's, all the content is moderated, mm-hmm. and you can't post anything. You can only comment and like things. Um, and they they ask for money all the time. Why did I choose Andy to run the office? Because he's all surface, uncomplicated. What you see is what you get. Could be a recipe for mediocrity, yes. But then again, it might just be why people fight for him. It's a nard dog. <laughs> That's a Okay. I'm sorry, Matt. So. I don't know why I keep doing this. So, the chive. Yes, the chive they, is they terrible. Ask, they ask for money all the time, too. Really? Well, they do charity work. 
<laughs> and so they don't charity. they have yes they have these 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 fundraisers and stuff where if you you know you share keep calm and and chive on 47 billion times they'll donate a dollar to this charity <laughs> um, and then they ask you to give money to, and then they keep a percentage of it. The chive is the science. There's Scientologists of social media. Like <laughs> you equate, like maybe Facebook might be the Catholics. Like they were there first, and they're the biggest, the first. Okay, you know. Oh, this is a fun game. Okay, go on. Okay, the chive is is the Scientologists, and what is Reddit? So, oh, well, just the atheists. Uh, or... What Reddit is like atheist agnostics. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then four chan is Church of Satan, yeah, or Wiccan, and then and yeah. then well, uh, Twitter totally two different things, but Church of Satan. Twitter Twitter is Children's Church. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think I think Twitter would be more like um, uh, your modern day uh, mega church. Okay, like your uh, Joel Osteen, yeah, your yeah, your like your Calvary Chapel sort yeah. of sort of ideology. Your Rob Bell. Mm-hmm. By the way, screw that guy. You I always hate, say I hate Rob Bell so much. Whenever you bring up Matt. religion, whenever you bring like the Calvary Chapel kind of system of religion, you yeah. always bring up Rob Bell, and yeah. you always say you hate him. I do hate him, and I, I do don't mind the guy. I mean, he screwed up. Sure, I hate Rob Bell more than anything in this world. Have you ever listened to his? Well, uh, not more than anything. Have you ever listened to his podcast? He does with Pete Holmes. Yeah, that's what I've done. I've done that. Have you? Yeah, for serious. Yeah, I do listen to those things. And yeah, they make. I'd be definitely listen to Rob Bell. They make you angry. I haven't listened to Rob Bell, man. Dude, you need to listen to Rob <laughs> Bell and Pete Holmes have conversations. No, nope. You love Pete nope, Holmes. Nope, nope. Oh, by the way, Pete okay. Holmes is one of your favorite in- interviewers. Yes or no? Yes. Him okay. and Howard Stern. Okay. And Mark Maron is pretty good. Okay. So, somebody you hate. By the way, Brian Cranston was on the Adam Carolla show, and it was a great, great. I, I, I saw. It. I didn't listen though. It w- well. Here's a reason, too, because I know you don't really like the sort of shock jock morning radio that mm-hmm. Adam Carolla just threw in the podcast universe. Yeah. But it's a – the one he does with Brian Cranston is just him and Brian. Yeah. So there's no there's no bald Brian. There's no, you know, fart soundboard. There's no mm-hmm. – it's just him and Brian Cranston talking about what it's like to be Brian Cranston. Mm. Oh, okay. So back to the game, right? Okay, yes. We went from memetics to – or memetics to uh, memory to – Podcasts. Um, well, and how pod- much I hate Rod Bell. Rod yeah. Bell. Yeah. So the next – so we have – we did Twitter. Yeah, Twitter is yeah. like Calvary Reddit. Chapel. Yeah. Reddit would be um, your atheist agnostic crowd. Um, uh, a 4chan would be your Church of Satan. Yes, absolutely. Nine gag would probably be Wiccan. <laughs> um, just because they're just ripping off the Church of Satan, but just doing it in like a softball kind of way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Good point. Then, then you have Facebook, which it would be the Catholic Church. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then you have maybe, uh, and we're gonna stay in the Judeo-Christian vein here. Okay. Okay. Um, MySpace would be uh, Judaism. Like, like they're nobody OG, really gets it, and, and like kind everybody of OG. from MySpace went into things where they they now control. Yeah. Or hope to control all the other social media. Yeah. But, like, yeah. You know, there's some people who stay there. Um, let's see. Uh, let's go with... Uh, uh, who's next? Uh, Pinterest. Pinterest. Pinterest would be, like, your Lutheran, Quaker, Southern Baptist okay. type. Tumblr. Like, super strict. Tumblr is... Like a bunch of moms. Tumblr would be Buddhism. You think? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, what about... What's the other one that I'm Instagram. thinking of? Instagram. Yeah. What about Instagram? I don't know which religion has the most white girls in it. <laughs> Church of Das Booty. Um, like basically, if 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 Natasha Legero Instagram is 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 Wednesday night youth group. No, <laughs> it serves yes. no purpose yep. except to make everybody who there does feel it great. feel about the, feel good about themselves. <laughs> yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. How's that for some darkness in the water? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's just for the American, you know, social yeah, medias. Yeah. I'm sure, like, you know, Canada has, like, you know, moosedate.com for their social media. <laughs> moosedate.com. Speaking of dates. Wouldn't it be moosedate.ca? Yes, it would. Yeah. Sorry. My yeah. bad. Yep. Speaking of uh, spe- speaking of some dating and stuff, first off, you s- farmersonly.com, that's a dating site. Really? Yep. For farmers. Apparently, feel, and only farmers. I feel like a lot of people in my family would be on there, despite 
yeah. not really being a farmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I found found George Nori uh, mm-hmm. promoted uh, on the a, a show he was host of on. Coast to Coast AM. Yeah, he, he on a sh- on another show that I listened to. I don't he's listen to Coast to Coast anymore. He's still stuck over there on radio like a faggot. Yeah, pretty much. We're over here in the future, man. Boasting about how he has six hundred fifteen affiliates and right. you know, whatever. Right. Three three listeners you know how many per affiliates affiliate. We have yeah one. Mm-hmm. We do these nuts. <laughs> There's two of them. Two affiliates for yeah. the price of one. Uh-huh. No, did I tell you we got an affiliate? We got a, we got a sponsor. Oh yeah. Have you ever heard of Fiverr? Uh, I think so. Yeah. It's a website where you can get whatever you want done on there for about five bucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you wanted a logo for your company. If you wanted uh, an intro to your YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. If you wanted. A T-shirt designed. Yeah. If you wanted um, all different sorts of services like that, they started about five bucks. They're about five bucks. Tripodbroadcasting.com slash support. Click on there. Buy your Fiverr uh, products through there, and and you know we'll it'll it'll show the network a little bit of love. Hmm. Well, there you go. There you go. Fiverr.com. Yeah, uh, it's the yeah. way to go. It is, and click through the banner on uh, tripodbroadcasting. Yeah, go to tripodbroadcasting dot clown. Go to tripodbroadcasting dot clown. Click on the the <laughs> is dot the clown banner. a domain yet? Dude, it should be. I know, I know. Dot guru is. Yeah. What? <laughs> I, I want shoes dot clown. Shoes dot clown. Yeah. Yeah. Or clown dot shoes. Clown dot shoes. Yeah. Anyway, also, I also want a big do pair you know, of red clown shoes. Do you know what eighty percent of the race that would register? The dot shoes domains would be. I I I I'm not trying to be racist, but um, Russian men. Yes, yes, yeah, you're right. Thinking. You're correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just because you know they're they really l- into shoes, they like the way their calves look in them. They're really into shoes you know? and vodka. And it makes them feel sexy and vodka. <sighs> Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so true. what were we talking about? We were talking about memes. We okay. So we did the whole church joke I don't thing. Think we're talking about anything. Talking about memes, uh, basically memes are thought viruses. It homogenizes thought, and it's 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 a it's a way to get everybody to think in the same way about same th- about uh, the same but thing. But do you think without, it's done intentionally, with, or do you think it just happens? I think it's done unintentionally and intentionally. Um, but it's a get it's Give a way, an example of intentional. Hold on, hold on. It's a way to get um, people to think in in a certain way mm-hmm. about a certain thing with no argument given for why they should feel that way. Except an emotional attachment and an emotional pull towards it. Now it's been it's 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 a fact that when you see a meme that you're familiar with that you like, mm-hmm. you have a tendency to agree with whatever that message is it's espousing simply because it's a meme you identify with. So you see the meme first and the text second, but you still have the emotional bond and you still feel pulled towards whatever the text is saying because you feel p- pulled towards the meme itself. Hmm. Now, do I know that it's this being used intentionally to craft um, a homogenized hive things. mind mentality yeah. in 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 the populace? Do I have any hard proof of that? No. Well, but but do I? But what I do know is that every new technology <coughs> since the dawn of time and how to get people to to herd people together exactly in what the I was hive just mind. Say. Like the is, counter argument is people have done that all along. Anyways, yeah. yeah. Like, Whether it's religion or the radio or television or the wheel or Facebook or fire, yeah, I'm or, going way back. Or now, now memes. It's 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 a way to get to herd people into a certain direction mm-hmm. and and plot the course of what they want and what the general public wants without them knowing it, and to influence them to uh, buy Ford products and to have a Facebook account um, and to have uh, you, you know, know. To, to have an open fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or to hit for one monkey to hit another monkey over the head. Yep. Which, of course, is the beginning of, of uh, time. Mm-hmm. I've seen 2001. I know how it works. Yeah. Classic, classic Stanley Kubrick film. Is it classic? No, no better film. No better science fiction film, in my mind. Uh, matter of fact, I think it's the only one I like. Now, how many science fiction films have you seen? I saw... The one a couple of years so, no, ago. No, stop, stop, stop. First off, stop. Yeah, listener, if you've if you've heard this argument before, um, let us know. I keep because I mic know like a jack. You you definitely make no more noise than me over the podcast. I'm just a wiggler. A I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, too much caffeine, man. Um, I should slow it down. I started my day with five shots today, and then the lady. Okay, 
here's the scene at your local White Bucks, okay? <laughs> I go in, pu- I, I pull up to the counter, and I've got a suit and tie on. I look fantastic. And, go ahead. Go ahead. I look fantastic. And there's two people there that know me personally, and then one person that knows me because I go in there all the time. And I see my my one friend who I'm a good friend with, and she's like, Addison, what's up? And I'm like, what's up? And then this other girl who doesn't really know me except for the fact that I come in there is like, hey, how are you today? And I'm like, oh, I'm good, you know? And she was the one that was actually making my drink. And I ordered five shots. Now, I used to order a latte, which is three shots. The big ice latte is three shots, and then I would order an extra shot, which was four. Then I realized that the Starbucks Double Shot, which is a brand new drink, came out, which has five shots, and then you can add protein powder to it and milk, okay? And that was five-something and that for five shots. But then I realized that if you order five shots of espresso, <laughs> come on, come on, stay with me, Matt. Stay with me. Mm, what? Weed and big booties. Um, uh, what? Oh, he's back. Um, it's, it's like the, the, that you snap in front of somebody's nose to wake them up. <laughs> like you just say weed and smelling salts. Yeah. They're smelling salts. Um, then I realized that I could order, just order five shots of espresso mm. over ice. Oh, that's interesting. In a venti cup with a little bit of milk you on top. venti cup. And it's like, it's about, th- it's like 380 something. And you finish that with just a little bit, th- 380? You'd think that would be like five shots for 380? Yeah, exactly. You'd think that would be exactly. at least like 495. <laughs> Oh my gosh, because the shot's what, 35 cents a piece? Shoot, man. You just unlocked the secret. Whatever you're doing right now, uh, uh, dear listener, in audio land, whatever you're doing uh, right now, it, from from the him. tripod broadcast studio, please stop what you're doing right now. If you're in traffic, pull over or go to the New York Starbucks. You said it was 380. It's it's the, the, the Starbucks Cafe double shot. <laughs> yourself. It's five shots. A f- espresso and cocaine of pure th- white people for three dollars and eighty cents. You can't beat it. You get just a little bit of I, milk. You get the espresso in there. Will you and calm all down? Will you the calm down? Anger uh, that a barista can summon in one drink, <laughs> and you drink it, and uh, you too will be shaking my whole apartment now, right now, um, <laughs> by bouncing your leg, which I, you were before. You were on the couch, and your your leg was your foot was just going back and forth. You had your legs crossed, and your foot was going back and forth, now, and you were shaking the apartment. Anyways, to finish my story too much in the Starbucks too much. this morning, I wrapped up my order, uh, and the girl who, like I said, I know just because I go in there all the mm-hmm. time, she was the one that was making my coffee, and she talked to me, and she's like, she's like, do you want the sixth shot in there? Because they make them in twos. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, do you want the sixth shot in there? Like, just saying, she'll just dump it in there. Sure. Because we're homeboys. And and I, I was like, No. <laughs> I was like, that's danger zone. I don't want to – I used to only drink three, then it was four, now it's five, and yeah. I'm, I'm putting – I'm, you should be happy to hear this. I'm putting a lid on, 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 on that consumption. I'm not going above five. Your sixth shot will come in a month <laughs> and a half. Directly to the heart. <laughs> in a month and a half, you'll start doing them with six because that five won't be doing it anymore. No, that's not true, Matt. That's not true. That's not you how get, it works. You get, Caffeine is not like any other drug. Right, yeah. It is a drug that it, it really does perfect the mind. Does it? It <laughs> perfects the mind, huh? It does. It's, it's, through, it's through through what? Dehydration and, and loss of focus? Everything is sex. Through no, dehydration and loss of focus. It perfect it does loss of focus. That's what it does. Yes, caffeine. Not for me. Ca- Not for me. Caffeine. It elevates me to another level, Matt. I am a when I consume the amount of caffeine that I do on a daily basis. The world around me mm-hmm. are mere plebs. It's pronounced among, pleb. Plebs. <laughs> plebs. Among the presence of an Asgardian it's figure. It's a proven scientific fact I that am... caffeine impairs long-term memory, sir. So, yes, you may remember something in the short term, but you're not going to remember it l- what in the long Pepper term. What Pepper Potts is to Thor in the Avengers, mere mortals are to me. When I have the amount of caffeine that I do, I have no no idea who those people are. Pepper Potts, Gwyneth Paltrow's character. I don't know who that Thor. is. I don't know who that is. The Asgardian with the the hammer. I don't know who it is. When I'm on caffeine, <laughs> I'm a level thirty seven uh, draconian assassin. 
No, that's stupid. There are no Draconians assassins. I thought that's what in Darkness in the Water was. No, he's an Argonian. Argonian, damn he's an Argonian okay. Nightblade. I'm <laughs> he's level 45, so he can kick your level 37's ass. What I'm trying to say mm. is that caffeine now, elevates are, the mind now playing above the, level the rest of society. Are you, do you have enough health pots? you gotta, you got to level that alchemy because, you know, we as Argonians, we can't use that regen staff. Yeah, and you know what that is? What's that? Espresso. Oh. That's what does that for okay. you. Okay, yep. Yep, gotcha. Following the analogy. I, no, I totally, yeah, totally. Matt's over here drinking. What are you drinking, anyways? Uh, iced tea. Really out of a, out of a really Stein. strong iced tea. Out of a St. Louis Cardinals Stein. Kind of want to get a picture of Matt and his Stein here. I don't, do need another meme don't. picture. I look terrible. I need another. Well, then meme. I always look terrible. I have a. Why lot did I just of... say that for a picture? No, take a picture of me. Can I? Okay. Wow, these are incredible. This show has really derailed. Like, what do, what do we even do anymore? <laughs> I think it's time for a new season. We need to... Okay, hold on. <laughs> Perfect. You can even see Harvard on the... <laughs> Let me see it. Let me see it. Probably look ridiculous. <laughs> when you inevitably register for Farmers Only because you can't get a date anywhere else... No, no. That's your profile picture. Farmers Only... We were, we were going to that. We stopped. We we the, the trail diverged at George Nori. <coughs> the trail diverged a long damn time ago. George Nori was on another podcast that I listened to, um, discussing paranormal stuff, and he promoted something. He promoted something called ParanormalDate.com for people who want to find other. Oh yeah, people you were actually going to talk about this. That's who, right. I remember that. Who believe in the paranormal? So I looked. ParanormalDate.com. I went and I did some snooping around. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, the median age, for women at least, uh, 56, 57, maybe into the 60s. Mm-hmm. Uh, 80% of the people were between the ages of 55 and 70. On this dating website? Yeah, 80 90%. Now, what does that tell you? You have to be old to believe in I, I, BS? Yeah, I think, I think <sighs> with wisdom comes the belief in the paranormal. Or simply, it's, you know, early onset... Dementia, and they believe in ghosts. Do you believe in ghosts, uh, man? I think we've already talked no, about that. No, no, I don't believe in ghosts. Nope. Um, if uh, there's somewhere spiritual to go after you die, then you probably go there. I wouldn't. I wouldn't really. Uh, yeah, you know why I don't believe in ghosts? Why? I had this conversation at the new job because every person that I've ever talked to at a restaurant says. The restaurant that they work at is haunted. Yeah, that is a that is a thing. Yep, it's pretty popular. Um, every single restaurant I've worked at, no matter the restaurant, no matter how long the building has been there, no matter what was there before or whatever, every every restaurant is reportedly haunted. Mm-hmm. I've never seen. I've worked in these restaurants, okay, for sixteen years now. I've never, never seen. seen Never seen any yep. evidence of the paranormal. For 16 years, I've worked in haunted restaurants. <laughs> allegedly supposed haunted restaurants. Reportedly. And I've never seen one instance of the paranormal. Ever. So what does that tell you? What does that tell me? It means probably doesn't happen. What if... Now, hold on. Roll with me here. You can't see it because you are a hyper-spiritual being yourself. What if I'm a ghost too, so I can't see it's other not ghosts? what I said. I said, what if you're a hyper-spiritual being? I don't know. So what, I've transcended beyond if, being if, able to the ability to see ghosts? Because it makes sense to me, <clears throat> as much sense as anything does, that if you're a wizard, you wouldn't be able to see ghosts. Because they would be below your plane. Well, no, if... Your sphere of existence. You're a wizard, you see extra planes. So you should be able to ghosts should show up on the radar. You mean like, like F-18s or 747s yeah, uh-huh, mm-hmm. or the Airbus? Yep. Yeah. Three days ago, I saw a biplane. <laughs> the way you said that with absolute... Just three days ago, I saw a biplane. I did. It just, just bless your it's heart, fact. Matt. <laughs> Not making it up. Um, no, I, Brian Cranston refers to Donald Trump as refreshing. My God. Well, we're like 40 minutes in. I figured we'd do some real stuff. It's going to happen. Yeah, The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, I actually liked his candor. Cranston said of Trump. 
Brian Cranston referred to 2016 GOP presidential candidate Donald Trump as refreshing. In the Nerdist's Monday podcast, the Breaking Bad star spoke with host Chris Hardwick about a variation of topics, including the actor's fame. It's pronounced Chris. Show. Chris Hardwick. Chris. Chris Hardwick. Hardwick. Uh, the AMC show and bowling, which turned to Trump. Hardwick stated that he wanted to form a program about the historical importance of bowling because his father said he was treated like royalty when he played the game professionally. Cranston said in reply to the pitch, maybe when President Trump is inaugurated. Hardwick questioned Cranston. Cranston. Who's he really up against at this point? He's made so much noise. <laughs> I actually liked his candor, Cranston said, before imitating the former Apprentice star. You're an idiot. I'm a winner. You're a loser. <laughs> There's something to, so refreshing about shaking up that world that is all about being handled, and here comes this loose cannon who has terrible ideas and would be a horrible president, but there's something great about his I-don't-give-a-shit attitude that kind of keeps others honest, Cranston said. I think it's a surprise benefit to the country, actually. <laughs> it's not. It's not to have... It's not... To have somebody who can so easily be bought and sold, like, number one, yes, all presents are bought and sold, but to have somebody who's so so obviously, so blatantly on the side of big business, because he is big business, he typifies big business, he is the the big business icon in the United States, and in, in a lot of the world, he is the poster boy, he's the face of big business, so put him in, in the presidency... That's just that's that is the ultimate slap in the face to the American people. To give him the presidency is is the United States government and the the corporate oligarchs that control our world taking the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, our whole system of government, our whole history, and 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 pissing on it and pissing on us. It's pissing right in our faces. You feel very strongly about this. I do. I think Donald Trump is a clown. And and if anyone votes for him, if anyone supports him in any way, they too are clowns. Like you Donald 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 Trump is is bad for America. Donald Trump is a bad person. You can tell. Um and I Speaking I to me, I feel like uh go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I just, I just, I I feel like I feel like I want to put my balls on his face. I want to be the guy who teabags Donald Trump because he deserves. You feel it. like that's what he's doing to the he whole country. It. He needs to be taken. Yes, he needs to be taken down a peg. He honestly is. He's honestly doing that. He's seeing either he's seeing what he can get away with as a clown for fun in in the media for just to promote himself. Yeah, and to get his image out there. Yeah. Um, or he is 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 this is a or the Antichrist a, a real plan by. <laughs> the corporatocracy to to put their icon in the white house and say ha 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 this is a sign that we've suck it completely we rule. won yeah. and there's no way that you can escape our iron-fisted rule of a of a, a corporate world um, of a one world government uh for the profits by the profits hmm no, no Donald Trump being president is uh Definitely a should be a real sign of the apocalypse for people. <laughs> Which horseman do you think he is? All four of them. <laughs> um, this is from The Verge, but I saw the headline other places. So you know that straight out of Compton, and everyone's doing yeah. straight out of St. Louis. Straight out, I posted the picture of you straight out of Tripod. 2015 is quickly shaping up to become the year where politicians truly been, begin courting millennials in earnest on social media. Yesterday, Hillary Clinton asked for emoji responses to student debt. By the way, did you hear about that? Yeah. Uh, and the White House's issue-specific Twitter account, at the Iran deal, that's the name of the Twitter account, run by the White House, decided to engage in a deeply improbable co-opting of the Straight Outta Compton meme to rally support for a major international agreement. Uh, they tweeted at BuzzFeed, and I think I think they were at Buzz. Okay, yeah, BuzzFeed said Straight Outta Compton is already the most memetacular film of 2015. That's what BuzzFeed tweeted with those two pictures, and here's what the White House tweeted back. The look on Matt's face, ladies and gentlemen, if you could, if you could only say it, if I could only put into words, 
uh, if, only, if I could only describe what I'm seeing. First off, it's <laughs> it's a mixture of pure disdain. Let's talk about this movie. Straight out of Compton. Let's. I don't even know what it's about. I really don't. All I know is that Dr. Dre's album was killer. <laughs> it's about the formation of the NWA, right? That was Dre's outfit. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Haven't seen it. Which was, uh, um, uh, yeah, there are these. Uh, it's this, this the rap group. This Cinderella story about these guys who are plucked from, who come together, plucked from obscurity, given this big record deal, and then run all over the record executives and just basically run the shows and become heroes. Right? <laughs> what rich? Is that what Dr. Dre is? A hero? What rich white billionaire would allow five young black men to do that to them? Uh, one who knew he could stand to make a lot of money in the long run. First of all, I, I, I don't think that the events of that movie happened the way the movie said. Um, uh, I think some rich white record executives said, uh, hey, this rap music is really popular. Let's get five kids who don't know what they're doing and or who, who are talented. Let's get them together and uh, make them a rap group and, and make a billion dollars off of them. And they did. And promote thuggery and violence and, and the prison industrial complex while we're at it. Um, this, straight out of Compton, this movie is is romanticizing uh, th- the group and other t- types of groups who who were, um, were instrumental in making the mentality, in informing the, menta- the public mentality that uh, makes the prison industrial complex possible. And what it is today. Yes. Yep. Through through the thugification of the black man, black people weren't thugs before the 1980s, and then all of a sudden they're thugs. I mean, are racially discriminated against? Yeah, sure, but all of a sudden they're 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 angry and thuggish, and they want to lash out and be violent. And now all this, the, that that lifestyle is sold as something that's that's it's normalized. Well, that's that's attractive, right? Yeah. Um, I I don't think it's black people's fault. But I think uh, it's 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 definitely white people's fault um, for for this uh, kind of stereotype. Damn it, white happened. people doing it again, man. And then this whole straight out of Compton meme goes back to what we were talking about before about using something that has become popular in a way to uh, make people identify with it, sympathize with it, and, th- and think of it as something great that happened. But in this case, a political message too. So we're making we're making the music. We're turning the music of NWA. Into Johnny Cash. Mm, I don't. What do you think Walk the Line was about? What do you think Walk the Line was about? That movie. That was about romanticizing and solidifying the legacy of Johnny Cash in people's minds. Um, So, basically, to to make the uh, the the history and then some of the birth of rock and roll all about the drugs and the violence, right? And make this guy out to be a hero. Johnny Cash isn't a hero. Johnny Cash is a is 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 an averaging musician at best, um, and someone who recanted a lot of the, most of the things he did in his rock and roll career in later in life. Once he got some perspective and you know you know sobered up, he realized what a stupid fool he'd been for years and years and decades. Um, you know we have people like Freeway, Freeway Rick Ross, right? Uh, who's 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 come out against this this kind of behavior and this 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 kind of music now because he realizes what it's done. Uh, it's the same that thing that, that happened f- with people like Johnny Cash and the Rolling Stones and the Beatles in the, in the 50s and 60s is they romanticized something that, that is destructive. Yeah. Um, and made, uh, they paved the way for the, the consumerist mindset that everyone in America has now. The, and and the penchant for, you know, rap music is, is paving way for a penchant of, of violence and ob- objectification of uh, of women and 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 um, the sexual dysfunction of of America. Because if you objectify women, uh, you are you are pushing onto yourself a sexual dysfunction in which you only see them as objects, and so you you're only good for getting off. And all of a sudden, because your entire sexuality is about you getting off, <clears throat> pussy money weed, right? It's about getting off. Mm-hmm. So now you have to have something else that gets you off and now you're desensitized so to so a normal sexual relationship it doesn't do it anymore you have to you know 
have her stomp on your penis Whoa, and, and okay. punch you in the face before And you that about come. wraps it up here at Give That Some Thought. Thank you, Matt, for uh, your how's, wise words. How's that for a rabbit trail, And Addison? your insight and... <laughs> Dear God Almighty, uh, thank you for that diatribe. Um, I apologize, ladies and gentlemen, that it went to that. We'll see you next week here at Tripod One, well, most where of my, we'll most do of my rants give that some thought uh, once more. Uh, check us out on Twitter at Give Thought Show, Give That Some Thought dot com, or Facebook dot com slash Give That Some Thought. Uh, click through the support page on tripodbroadcasting dot com. Uh, click through, buy yourself something on Fiverr, show us a little bit of love, or just give us that a little dollar on on uh, PayPal. A dollar a month, uh, what is that, roughly 20 cents an episode? Mm-hmm. If we do four or five in a month. It's, um, it's like, it's either between, it's between 25 and, and 30 percent. 30 cents. Yeah, an exactly, episode. an episode. And what's not to love, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully Matt can, can uh, make these episodes more enjoyable in the future. Um, what what episode number is this actually? Real quick, mm, seventy five maybe. Well, if it is, I'm going to make a proclamation. A, a proclamation. proclamation of sorts. No, seventy five already happened. Well, oh. the proclamation is going to be a little different, but here it is. This is now season two of Give That Some Thought. Okay. Season one has had its arc. There was a protagonist, an antagonist. Oh, who's the protagonist? There was, there was, there was a, there was a hot wife that no one knew what to do with. Mm. There was a murder. There was a. There, there was, was a murder. I remember that murder. There By was the a, way, there I was, was a semen covered fist, rape fist room. Bump, fist bump there for was, hot bodies. Uh, there was, um, there were sunglasses. Uh, At there, night. there were collars on top of jackets. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was both popped and unpopped. Both collars. popped and unpopped. Um, it's been a great. It's been a great season. Um, but just like True Detective, season two is going to suck. Yeah. Bringing in totally new characters. Yep. Oh, well. See you, for season, see, see you in season two, Audio Land. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.